Jared, the football genius Burgess. And I am Stephanie Fitzpatrick, aka the Advantage Coach. This is episode 64 of the Fields of the Real podcast. All right. Um, I have a little system now that well actually okay, I've been I doing saw it. you look down right. on this. Well, okay. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was making sure I got my notes up. Yeah. I have a little I mean, it's the same system I've been using, but yeah. Um, before we put the podcast out. I put it in a folder under the episode okay. name. Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, under the episode number. Number. Okay. And then when I transfer it over, I transfer it into a folder that has the episode name after we choose. Okay. Um, what after you. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is a team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but nah. Uh, yeah. Let's get right into it because yeah. I think that there has been. Um, a bunch of reports that have come out about how the NBA is going to move forward with the rest of the season, what mm-hmm. type of format they'll have, where um, will it be located, uh, and how, just how to do this um, responsibly. Mm-hmm. I'll use that word. Um, mm-hmm. But from that, what we gleaned was the question, should the NBA season even continue? Yeah. Um, and so that's our who's really right. And as mm-hmm. mostly <laughs> ladies first. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm gonna say I don't think that it should continue. And not that I don't wanna see basketball, but y'all better know I wanna see some sports. So um <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not the not the case, but I am more concerned about people's uh, safety right. um, than I am about being able to see a basketball game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like we are still in such a really honestly, I know it feels like it's been a long time because we've been in this this stay at home quarantine type situation. Um, that it feels like it's been much longer than it has been. But honestly, when you talk about medical research, we're still in infancy stages yeah. of discovery when it comes to what is really going on and what what we can and cannot do, what, what works, what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, um, I work for a healthcare company. They have to monitor on a daily basis the World Health Organization and the Center for D- Disease Control websites because things are forever changing there is so fluid and so because of that i just feel like you taking gambles it's almost like what i what when i shared who was that chris christie who said Mm -hmm. you know it's okay if we lose some lives to to uh no and so i just i'm so concerned about you know, people um, being 
put in this position and not just the players, because I know I read it, the, the NBA Players Association spoke on their behalf. They're ready to get back to it. I get it. You love what you do. It's your profession. Of course you want to be Jordan. But I'm, I'm as concerned about them as I am with the people who have to run the whatever facilities. You, the, yeah, the operations team, the people that, the, the, just the, from the person that's got to clean the floor or the toilet in the, in the restrooms all the way up. Like, it's just kind of, I don't know. I just, we ain't there yet. Yeah. But that goes all back to my whole point. I, I don't think we're ready to be out, period, honestly, mm-hmm. because until you can show me a, a vaccine, you can tell me for sure how people get it, <laughs> you mm-hmm. can... Um, come up with some kind of vex, va- va- uh, um, some kind of shot to get rid of it, mm-hmm. <laughs> or something that's going to cure. Yeah. I'm really not feeling us just gambling with people's lives like that. And mm-hmm. I, you know, the first person who comes to my mind is somebody is is Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. Like, how are you gonna feel? I know you love the game, but you just lost your mama mm-hmm. to this. Right. To this. Or who is that? Damian Lillard's chef. Like mm-hmm. they have, there have been literal losses within the NBA of family and friends. Mm-hmm. And I just, I mean, I have, I, I just don't know how I would feel if I were them. Yeah. I mean, I know they want to play, but I don't know as, mm-hmm. as a whole. I don't know if this is a good idea. That's just me being a worry, worrying, uh, worry ward. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um. So I, I I have a few feelings on this, but I you know you guys know this is who's really right, so you know that I'm on the other side of this thing. <laughs> I do believe that they should continue only if they can do so responsibly in a way that yeah. um, limits or eliminates the exposure to um, anyone else who could possibly have it. Now I had an idea of how they could do this, you know, possibly having all of the players, all of the teams that would um, be coming back. Like, obviously, you wouldn't, to me, obviously, you wouldn't bring back the entire NBA. You wouldn't bring back all 30 teams. You would bring back. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, you would bring back the teams who um, are going to make the playoffs and the teams that would be in the hunt. And I think Jalen Rose can't. I feel like I said it first, but Jalen Rose came up with something similar (laughs) to to the plan that I kind of had. Uh, where you would have uh, teams seven through ten, mm-hmm. which it would end up being twenty teams, seven through ten playing um, kind of a a play-in game, and okay. you would see the top sixteen te- uh, teams, regardless of conference. Now, logistically, I would say uh, you would need all of the people who would make this operation flow to be quarantined. First, mm-hmm. uh, test it, and then quarantine together for um, 14 days. To your point, we don't know exactly uh, the amount of time, but that's what you know has been given to us. And yeah. So um, I think doing that and making sure that there is no interaction with anybody else, um, you would be able to pull it off. Um, but... Mm-hmm. It, it would have to be something like that 
where it's done responsibly and it's not just, you know, let's go play basketball and that's it. Yeah. And I, and, and I, I think it's a, I, I think, I think that it can be done. I think mm-hmm. it can. Um, yeah. <laughs> now I, I was about to speak about like the, the death rate and all of that, but I think that oh, God. that's not appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Cause one is too many. Um, um, yeah, I just, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I just, I don't see, I don't see putting the sport over people's lives. Mm -hmm. I just, I, I mean, I think the scarier part of this is, um, like I said, in these infancy stages, y'all assume that you figured out the way to be able to tell when somebody is 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 positive. Mm-hmm. You assume that, um, but then I don't know because people can be atypical. Mm-hmm. So you could carry it but not be sick with it. Asymptomatic. Asymptomatic. That's it. Asymptomatic. Thank you, kinesiology man. <laughs> yeah. Asymptomatic. And so that makes it scarier mm-hmm. to me. And yeah. like I said, I'm just—I don't know. It, it just—you know—I'm a—I'm an extremely cautious person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I'm gonna err on the side of caution and say, mm, no, we should just. Yeah. yeah. I, until y'all figure this stuff out, like, I'm good. Like, real talk. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that, uh, well, you know, I'm sure you guys can tell I'm, I'm the riskier <laughs> person here. I'm, I'm the type that'll go to Vegas and put oh, no. all of my money on black. <laughs> oh, no. All right, all your money on black. Yeah. <laughs> but no, okay. I, I mean, um. Yeah, nah. I'll save that conversation for a little farther in the future. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll just see what I, I just. Because when are they talking about potentially? What is the proposed like date for all of this to happen? Is it in mid July? I mean, in mid June. It's either mid mid to late June. Okay. Well, um, we're gonna they're, just they're pray that uh, a determination on it by next week. Well, I hope that some some huge strides are being made and that, mm-hmm. that they are able to, you know, if this is what's the decision, this is the decision that they make, I hope that some um, things are put in place to really um, mm-hmm. safeguard these, these people, all of them who have to be involved with this. Right. Yeah. Definitely. So y'all let us know who's really right. I mean... This is one of those I don't even know. Like, right, right, because you, you <laughs> like, yeah. it, it'll, it'll I mean, just ha- it'll kind of be on personal, you know, um, yeah. just your personal feeling on the disease yeah. and what's happening and stuff like that. Right. So, um, you let us know who's really right. I won't even mm-hmm. um, politic like I usually oh, really? do. Uh-huh. You guys can vote for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, we, this we, ain't we, one of them kind nah, of. <laughs> nah, nah, not, not one of those. Yeah. Um, we, we truly want to hear your... Uh, your yeah. feedback on it. Um, Absolutely. For those of you who are listening, you can go to um, Twitter and tell, let us know or IG and let us know who you think is really right. 
Um, but for those of you who are watching on YouTube, there is an I, the letter I icon above um, the video. You can click on that and it will direct you to um, a poll where you can vote between <laughs> Stephanie and myself on who you think is really right. Yeah. yeah. Yay. <laughs> All right. Now, we both saw this and we both loved it. Oh my gosh. The match. Yeah. Two. We talked match about it two. last week, actually. We did. Yeah. We, we did. And um, it actually happened on Sunday. Mm hmm. And what we learned from that who won? was. Oh, our goat won. <laughs> but what did we learn from that? <laughs> Excuse me, guys. Our goat is is uh Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Uh-huh. He he's our he's our goat quarterback. Yes, yes, yes. Quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and if you guys didn't remember, he was going against Tom Brady. <laughs> um but there were other people there, but you know, <laughs> we were looking for <laughs> was Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady. And okay, Peyton Manning yeah. won. Yeah. And the lesson we learned here was Tom Brady's human. He's human, guys. <laughs> He's not He's this human. mythical figure. Right. He's not this mythical figure who yeah. only wins and never loses and never right. Back Everything down yeah. 28 to 3. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he tried. He Don't tried. Do it. To, Don't do it. <laughs> too soon still. Too soon. Too soon. Too much going on. Don't hit right. me in my gut. Yeah. Like, I'm come sorry. on now. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh my gosh. But no, yeah. Uh yeah, it was good. It was good to see because he was sucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, I mean, I'm just saying. It, it, it was looking pretty bad in the beginning. Yeah. No, um, for real. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And and you know, it was raining out. You know, I'll shoot him a little bit of bell from that. I don't know if okay. uh, um, any of our listeners or viewers have ever played a round of golf, but yeah, it's kind of it's, hard. It's, it's perfect it's hard when, when the, it's dry. Yeah, when the weather's good, it's it's amazing. <laughs> when yes, but you got some inclement weather, you still got to go through with it, especially right. right. Um, it's a lot more difficult. So, um, and we're talking about people who aren't professional, the professionals right. that were with them. Yeah, yeah. they probably. A little, better equipped and used to it but the two right. of them being football players like yeah mm-hmm. football players who play golf like it was right you know, it yeah. showed yeah. <laughs> it was a little different so yeah, yeah no but i was i was extremely Actually, happy to see that Peyton Manning played pretty well oh he did yeah he did he's you know? the goat yeah come on come yeah. on we know this <laughs> whatever yes yeah but you know you trash when charles barkley talking about Oh, he's we've trash. seen his golf swing. Lord, <laughs> that's the most awkward, unathletic thing Listen, I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I don't even understand it. Like, what happened? Right. So, yeah. yeah. No, but it was good. So, yes, people, breaking news, Tom Brady is human. Yes. He's back on earth with the rest yeah. of us. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He's, a mere, he's a mere mortal. Yes, that's <laughs> it. Yes. Loving every moment of it too. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. What's up with the NCAA? Do they do they have is to just let us know that they are money hungry and just they greed. care nothing about that student piece of student athlete? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
They they have to let this us know. This is absolutely. Uh, I think they do every occasion they get. Yeah, uh, because but it's usually subtle. Well, no, they they okay. So, according yeah. to the NCAA, mm-hmm. June first. Yeah. I'm gonna be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, let it rain. <laughs> According to the NCAA, June first, um, the colleges are are allowed to open up their facilities um, for um, student athletes to yeah. voluntarily. Yeah, um, and is it just football, or is it no all fall sports? All sports. All, all okay. sports. They said all sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they are able to voluntarily mm-hmm. um, go and go back and train and um, go back on campus. And if you've this ever played responsible. at all, if you've ever played a college sport, you know that voluntary does not mean voluntary. <laughs> wow. If your coach says, hey, we have a voluntary workout. You let <laughs> you yourself your be there. Right? <laughs> you sitting on the bench for a while. Right. Yeah, we're going to volunteer your booty for the bench. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's exactly how they do it. Yeah. Um, and so it's unfortunate that, um, and I, I know some of you all listen to me and calling me a hypocrite right now because what I just said about um, the NBA but but you did but but to your defense, Jared, you did say certain measures. Like right. you even gave a solution. So, yeah. like, but how do you? What's the solution for this? One? What's the solution for this? Because how do you even control it? I, like, I believe there can be a control with the NBA. Yeah. At a centralized location. Not having them all in their different cities because if I feel like I feel like if they were able if they were trying to do that, then yeah. it wouldn't work. Right. But with these NCAA, uh, these coaches are not going to care about COVID. They are. They're not going to care about the transmission. Um, Jesus, take the wheel. And I just don't understand how the NCAA could preach about the student and student athlete, and then make a decision that's purely based on money. I just don't, I've been racking my brain. Like, how do you, what, how, how do you, I would love to see what the proposed um, solution Mm -hmm. to, I mean, because what I fear is going to happen is you said all sports. So I feel like what's going to happen is you're about to get a huge influx of kids back on, they've been in the house for two months. You think Man. they're not ready to? You seriously think that the, you're about to get? You think? Yeah, mm-hmm. they're not distancing to, socially. They, at all. they don't do that right now anyway. <laughs> right. Like, not really. They hanging out in their <laughs> friend's house. Like to them, that's social distancing. As long as I know you, it's okay right. for me to be around you. Right. So, what do you? I don't know how you how you control this. I don't think there's a way to control this. I don't I don't think there's a way not from the standpoint of not from the standpoint of uh of all of these colleges. There's there's no way to do it. It's just too big. 
Because um, every college, that means every every training room is going to be open. Every uh, the the equipment they use to work out, I just yes. it just it I, mm, Jesus. I if it was my son or daughter, bro, yeah, you just gonna have to be sitting the bench, boobies. You gonna sit this one out, Yep. And and then let you put my child on the bench if they're a uh, uh, superior player. I'm going to the uh, media. Cool. Oh, okay, because you can't go to the I'm, NCAA. Oh no, nah, of course not. I might pull, <laughs> I might pull a Diddy. <laughs> he, he okay. Pull a kettlebell like a coach. <laughs> No, we're not. Going. No, we're not doing none of that. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, that no, was too no, much. no, no. That, that was, was too much. much. <laughs> we crossed the line, right? No, we're not. We're not causing bodily harm. We're not throwing assault, assault with deadly weapon type yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. I, that, I guess okay. that is a bit too much, huh? Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's just a little bit. But yeah, yeah. no. I, I really wouldn't, it wouldn't, I mean, I know it would bother my kid and they might not like me for a minute, but I'd be okay mm-hmm. with it because I'm looking right. out for you for your, for your long run. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're still discovering even the effects, how long these effects, mm-hmm. some people, they get better. Sure. You feel better than you did because you mm-hmm. felt so horrible, but you're still coughing for months probably after mm-hmm. you get well. It's come on now. No, not mine. No, but that's yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's, and let's then the other foolishness with the with the whole Ohio State thing. Yeah. Oh yes. The other you forgot about that part. Oh no. Uh, you know, so when the season starts, Ohio State wants to figure out a way to put. It, it was at least 20,000 people in the stands. 20 to 50,000. The 20 to 50,000 people in the stands to, to socially distance inside mm-hmm. of the stadium. Mm-hmm. And again, how does this work? It, it doesn't. I mean, literally, you would have to open up the stadium probably five, six hours before the game mm-hmm. because people got to stand in line. So you got to social distance them in, in line. line to get in. You need to yeah. clearly. It, you must be. You must have more money than I think, because you're gonna. I'm gonna test you. You can't even come in right. without me knowing that you don't at least aren't showing symptoms, or that I can see. Again, the test that we assume is <laughs> accurate. Yeah. So I'm. You go. So you gotta stand in a line, socially distance, to a test, get to your seat, and stay there. Don't go to the bathroom unless I don't even. How does this work? Do you concession? Yeah. Do you? Well, how does this work exactly? Uh, well, you, you know, they, they, they didn't lay out no. They didn't lay out a plan. Clearly <laughs> not. How it's supposed to work, but don't have nobody in front of you because you know air, air from your mouth onto mm-hmm. their. It's too many variables. Like, yeah. but they said you know the typically what do they have like a hundred and twenty thousand people. Is it one twenty? I, I think it's somewhere around in that 110. number. One ten, one twenty. Yeah, okay. 110. So I, I think Michigan I mean, is, is the biggest. Okay. Yeah. And I'm okay. And and so I know that what they're doing is feasible from it sounds good from mm-hmm. that perspective in the percentage that you're shrinking it down. But I still it's still twenty to fifty thousand people. 
How mm-hmm. do you? No, thank you. Yeah. I don't. My son again. It wouldn't matter because <laughs> probably my son would be there. Anyway, it's so. a no for me. <laughs> no, hello. Like yeah. we good. Boo boo. Yeah. If you decide you're going to play, I'm, mama just gonna have to watch you on TV because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be there. Mm-hmm. No, you ain't going. <laughs> well, you if you decided going. that you was just gonna be, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can decide. <laughs> you ain't gonna make it. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay. Yeah. No, this right. is crazy. Okay. Um, let's 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 hope today at some point somebody smarter, some sense, with you know some yeah. some brains will prevail. Common sense ain't common. It ain't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is the second week of our new segment, Mental Health Moment. Yeah. And um, I thought it was, this, I, this is actually the person who, when he came out with his, uh, speaking about his diagnosis and talking about removing stigmas, um, his, his voice on it, um, I think in sports kind of helped it like it kind of helped remove that stigma um, because he, he came out and talked about, and, and it, I guess it's still kind of taboo. It is but, sad, but true. Yeah. But <clears throat> now so many different players are coming forward. Yeah. And he it's is being the, made. Okay. Right. And he's the pioneer of yeah. making it. Okay. Right. So I'm, I'm glad we got to get to uh, Mr. Brandon Marshall. Yeah. Um, who is, <laughs> wait, how many things he play for? Play for the- Four? Four. I play for the Browns. Started three. his career with the Broncos. Broncos, the Jets. Play for the Jets. Did he play, Did for, the he play for the Patriots? He did play for the Patriots. And then he got cut. I'm like, wait, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think it's like four teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But- he uh, was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is and, a brain disorder. Right. And it's hereditary. It's possible it's hereditary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I remember, I believe the first interview that I saw him do was on Real Sports. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just talked about like knowing that something was wrong with him, but not going to get help. Yeah. And not understanding that it was something that needed help. Right. You know, he spoke yeah. about <clears throat> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, he, he spoke about uh, just feeling like, you know, some of the things that he was going through was just natural and was just a part of him. That is the I think especially as African Americans, particularly African American men. Um, this particular disorder, um, it looks uh, just a lot like the stigma that is attached to being a black man. Mm. Can't hold relationships, can't, mm. can't take, you know, can't take nobody's criticism, doesn't like mm-hmm. to be told what to do. Like a lot of those things that you kind of probably would assume are just 
that's just what that's how a black boy will be. You know what I mean? Right. No, mm-hmm. those things could be easily symptoms of this particular disorder. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah. This one and opposition. Um. The opposition defiance. Opposition defiance disorder. Mm-hmm are two that I think are really like misdiagnosed in African-American men. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I've seen what I believe to have been opposition of defiance. Um, don't, don't start no stuff. What you, who, what? Well, don't start. Actually, no, no. I, I, you know, I wasn't about to talk about, uh, <laughs> you know, I wasn't about to talk about Doug. <laughs> don't, don't do that. No, like, I, I, I was like, don't say, do it. No, it was a student that I that I had um, when I was teaching in D.C. Um, okay. And this student actually threw a trash can at me. And, okay. you know, he was in the first grade, but he was able to verbalize a lot of the stuff that was going on at home. And it was like, you know, you hit me with mm. a trash can. You know, but I, <laughs> I understand now that there's some things going on. Uh. You can't help and you can't control this behavior. So. Um, I, I I pray like he ended up leaving the school not uh-huh. too far after that, mm-hmm. um, but I pray that you know what I'm saying his family was able um, to get him that help that that he needed. Mm. But, I don't know. Um, even Brandon Marshall, he he did a um, it was a fundraiser I think a luncheon last year, and he and that was one of the things that he talked about how if a child is diagnosed with something horrific like leukemia they're rushed right to the hospital and they're you know everything's poured into making sure that they get okay oh that they get okay soon as a child is diagnosed with a mental disorder or a mental illness it's like handle it you'll be okay there's not the same urgency or sense of urgency to assist that child in getting better or figuring out how to cope just imagine had someone caught this and he had been able to get the tools that he now has to cope with it back then like right. I mean he was blessed to still have a great career but mm-hmm. a lot of the things that happened to him even during his time in the NFL probably would never have happened right right yeah. um, this quote from the, the play the article that he wrote in the uh, Players Tribune mm-hmm. um, where he says, I was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder in 2011. I remember the doctors gave me a pamphlet on BPD explaining the signs and symptoms. And I started highlighting the things I had been feeling. Hmm. By the time I was done, the whole damn pamphlet was yellow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense, yeah. You know, um, and so it's it just, it's encouraging that he was able you know, somebody, and, and I can't remember who he said. His um, agent. It was his agent, yes. Okay. I thought it was somebody from the team when he was with the Broncos. But... It was his agent. His agent was like, yo, something's up with you because you just keep going through these mm-hmm. things. You keep having these crazy episodes and things happening. Right. Yeah. Um, the same way somebody needs to do for Antonio Brown. Just saying. I, you know what? You I, When we talked about we talked about Drew Rosenhaus dropping him, right? And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I do remember you were just like, uh, "You dropped him. Why you ain't helping him?" Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but to that point though, you gotta understand that you got a problem and want to see yes. even for somebody that right. you know. Right. So Yeah. True. He had to he, be willing to be like, Well, yeah, something right. right. Yeah. And and that's what I commend Brandon Marshall on, like right. understanding like, yo, it's something not right. And mm-hmm. going to seek help doesn't mean that I'm crazy. No, you know that's not what that means at all. And I think that's the issue with people seeking help. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be labeled as crazy. That's not what that is. Right. No, I think you're smart. That's what it, you right. should be labeled as smart. <laughs> right, for recognizing that something is wrong. And going to yes. Yes. Wow. wow. Yeah, he said, um, quote, Dr. Gunderson changed my life saved my life and now is working through me to save others. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Right? Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He said, I learned that communication was a skill, an art form that was supposed to be taught. We didn't have that growing up. Mm. 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 Uh, I, how, mm. Many, how many black mm-hmm. athletes do you think are like Brandon Marshalls are out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. It's just, yeah. So kudos to him mm-hmm. for doing what he needed to do in order to see about himself and making sure that he was the best uh, man, husband, father, athlete right. that he could be. Yeah. So kudos to him. Um, yes. Great mental health moment. Great that we, you know, highlight him. He's like you said, pioneering this thing for for athletes. Um, bold and brave to say, yo, this is what's happening with me. And I'm okay with sharing that this is what's, what, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Right. And I hope that more people, not just athletes, people, period, will um, embrace the, the reality that it's okay. Like, mm-hmm. so many of these so many of these mental disorders are about chemical imbalances or thing. that's why they put you on medications when mm-hmm. it's, you know what I mean? So it's not your fault. It's not something you did wrong. It's mm-hmm. not something somebody else necessarily did wrong. Um, right. I, sometimes it is. Um, but for the most part, if it's something that's, that's treatable, mm-hmm. man, so you can feel like yourself or your best self, please do it. Please take care of yourself. You just talked, yeah. we, before we got on, you talked about self-care mm-hmm. to me when it comes to expressing myself mm-hmm. um, about how I feel about things that are going on. It's the same principle to me. This is self-care. Definitely. Um, you got to love yourself enough and find the worth in yourself enough to want to go and see about yourself. Make sure that you are getting what you need to be your best version. Yeah. Period. Who wants to live their lives miserable, not understanding what's going on? I mean, just, yeah. Okay. You know, every week I'm going to get it on my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like, shut up, Stephanie. It's okay. When, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to uh, mental health, you know, that's, uh, you know, something yeah. that we're both passionate about. So our mental health moment is <laughs> it's gonna be longer than a moment. <laughs> when, it, when, when it gets no no nah listen <laughs> I, it's important though like yeah 
you know, this is something, and this is why we felt like it was a good addition to the show because we want to highlight those people who um, are aiding in breaking down this stigma of being yep. crazy. When it's not correct. <laughs> you know, they sought, they sought help, and they are trying to make a way for other people who they may Absolutely. not see, but may hear their voice, may read their words for them to see. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're going to stand on this soapbox all the time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. How important it is. Oh, right. Okay. All, all right. right. On to the real? Yeah. At least you it's know, something to smile about right here. Right. Thank you. Right. Huh? Um, you sent this to me, and I love, like, the pioneering black girl magic. Of course. Um, so who was Candace Lee? So Candace Lee is the new, newly, well, she was the interim, but now she is the newly appointed athletic director for Vanderbilt, mm. which is making her the first female African-American athletic director for a SEC school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know how it's, I feel about the SEC. So, right. uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a, it's a shame that we as black people are still seeing first in, I know. in 2020, but females too. Yeah, yeah. You know we're we're still we're still seeing it. I mean, yeah. not no, we're still seeing it, but it's still good to see. You know, oh, what I'm yeah. saying it's still good to see Absolutely. like this barrier being broken. Absolutely. Um. But, um. So. Yeah, so she's she's a she's a, clearly she is a, a she's from Alabama, but she is Vanderbilt through and through. Mm-hmm. She got all three of her degrees: her bachelor's, her master's, and her PhD from Vanderbilt. I, I thought, mean, let me put um, some respect on her name, Doctor Candice. Doctor, that's right, <laughs> Doctor Candice Lee. That's all right. She um, and so she was um. Her time in undergrad, she spent there. She she played on the women's basketball team. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's why she's our onto the onto real the spotlight real. because she she went from being a player to I think she started out like she has always been in administration. Mm-hmm. Her her journey has always been in administration, I believe. Um, she was, yeah, so like she was associate vi- vice chancellor, deputy athletic director, um, senior woman's administrator. She, like she has been a boss there for a long time. Right. <laughs> and um, so I'm happy to see them reward her yeah. for getting, you know what I mean, getting done what she's done she so she was a captain and a four-year letter winner for vanderbilt's women's basketball team let's mm. let's not just say she played okay yeah, she was uh, a captain yeah. mm-hmm. so she so these are her degrees so she graduated with a bachelor's of science in human and organization organizational development she received her master's in counseling and then she earned her doctorate in higher education administration she sound like me. She like her stuff all over. Like, yeah. she's get a little bit of everything. So I'm, I'm going to take a little bit of this. I'm going to take a little bit of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Let me let me read what the chancellor from Vanderbilt said about her. Okay. Candace is perfectly positioned to lead our athletics program to new heights of success on and off the field. A play, excuse me. She has the drive, creativity, and perseverance to help elevate our student athletes and the entire Vanderbilt athletics program. The progress that Vanderbilt athletics has achieved in recent years and our very high aspirations for the future are grounded in the university's commitment to both academic excellence and to preparing our student athletes to play and win in one of the most, if not the most, competitive conferences in the country. It is. Candy, Candace is the living embodiment of these values and aspirations. Awesome. Listen. Awesome. That's some words right there. <laughs> that's 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 a lot of um a lot of confidence mm -hmm. in an individual. And then what's really unique about it is she was interim, I believe, because they were waiting on him. He's mm -hmm. new. I believe yeah, he's, he's new. new. And yeah. so not to make decisions about who would be in that position until he came along. So mm -hmm. it speaks volumes that he gets there and he immediately makes a decision that says, Oh no. She's the one. We good. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And, you know, and it's normally not like that. It's not. I mean, That's when what someone I'm comes in, they want to bring in their whole regime That's right. with the people mm -hmm. that they decide. Um, yeah. So for him to even consider her, um, mm -hmm. shout out, kudos to him. Yeah. Yeah. And good and good luck, ma'am. Yeah. Like now I'm gonna be rooting for y'all. Right. Like not when you play Georgia, but I'll be rooting for y'all. <laughs> Especially <laughs> when they play Georgia. Uh no. Listen, everybody about to get off of my team. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> that whole Peyton man and that well that Tom Brady uh, and that reporter exchange. Y'all gonna fall oh, yeah. off my team. Fall <laughs> off my team. Listen. And even about oh, even about uh Tiger Woods. Somebody was like, Oh, he wearing Georgia colors. No, something I was like, Oh, y'all got okay. <laughs> okay. Oh man. Yeah, all right. No problem. Um Okay. All right. Feel mm -hmm. good final thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I saw this story because it's the the headline was about Chris Carter. Yes. And his passion about feeding the homeless because he said he remembers what it was like to be hungry. Mm. That'll deeply affect you right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, experiences are what, even the bad ones, are what drive us and develop us into who we are, honestly. Mm. And so um, our feel-good final thought is about the Gold Jackets, which are Hall of Famers. Oh, yeah. Um, who have um, stepped in to assist the organization. Um, what is it? Helping Isaiah. Helping Isaiah, yeah. Helping Isaiah, which was newly formed, by the mm -hmm. way. Um, and in the... Um, in the midst of this pandemic, basically, to make sure that they were they were feeding, um, that families were being fed, mm -hmm. and so we've talked about this type of um, you know philanthropy and service before, but yeah. I thought this one was it caught my attention because of the the amount they've been able to do in such a short amount of time. So they've mm -hmm. only been in existence since April, and they have already fed. 1.7 million people in 11 cities. That's crazy. 
that that that's remarkable. It is. 1.7 million people in just what? A little over a, a month. A little over I a mean, month. Almost two months. Yeah. Assuming you started April 1st. Yeah. Right. Two months, maybe. Yeah. 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 Man. So kudos to them for right. you know what I mean? Like I thought that was really, really big. And um to all the Hall of Famers who are um lending their their services, basically they making calls. Mm-hmm. They're not even. This ain't even no fancy. We do something we like fun. Nothing's wrong mm-hmm. with that. Like the whole golf thing we talked about earlier was a charity event. No right. big deal. I, whatever gets the job done, I'm all right. for it. But the fact that these guys are like, no, we're just gonna get on the phone and we're gonna call people till we get what we need. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Use your platform. What, however, right. I love it. Use your influence. Use that platform. Yes, you got a gold jacket. Somebody's gonna right. do something for you. <laughs> right. Yes. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just be clear. <laughs> celebrities getting all this free stuff. Yeah, that just still boggles my mind. I, Mine it, too. <laughs> I, mm, they got the money to pay for it. <laughs> and you want us to? Yeah. No. Well, I don't own a pair of Jordans right now. No. Yeah. No, thank you. Mm-mm. I, I'll pass. Uh, pretty much. You know, yeah. Go give me some LeBron's. And again, I'll pass. <laughs> I'm going to let you have that. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. No, thank you. Oh. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out to both of them. The, the, yeah. The NFL Hall of Famers and, you know, the, the charity helping out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. In a month. Is, in is a month. And even if it was two, it's still crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's still crazy. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> so just imagine what they're going to be able to do as they continue. Like, this is crazy. Like, right. This is, yeah. That's what I want to see. Like, this is, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Right. Make Stuff it, like yeah. this. Yes. So, okay. All right, show movie All picks. Right. Show and movie picks. Okay. What you got? Okay, so um, for all the women, let me not say that. <laughs> let me not say that. Now I can't go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took it back because it's just a good show. I don't think mm. it really matters. If you like good stories and mm. friendships and you know that it's it's got a little bit of everything it's a little romance it's a little comedy it's a little you know it's got the good stories the it's some deep stuff you know what i mean like it's it's a good well-rounded show i believe and i love that most of the people are not necessarily um people that you would be like i know them you know what i mean like it's Mm -hmm. that kind of um cast but um it's sweet magnolias um, so that I'm not going to tell you about it. Just go watch it. Okay. Go watch it. <laughs> All right. Um, next is a movie that absolutely was nothing like I, <laughs> 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 nothing that I thought it was going to be because it stars somebody that we both love and watch. Yes. Um, do something absolutely, totally different. Yes. Even though it's still comedic. It's yeah. just different. The, 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 the whole subject, it, it's just different. Yeah. Her, her normal is not this. No. And so um, that is The Lovebirds. Yeah. 
uh, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, just you, you, you have you to need watch a good laugh, <laughs> You need a good laugh. It's so goofy and silly that you don't have yeah. a choice but to laugh at it. Like it's really that mm-hmm. kind of movie. It's one of those kind of movies. It's that goofy and silly that yeah. you just. It was good for me at the time that I watched it. It was so needed. I was like, perfect. Just yeah. give me stupid. I like stupid, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's where I was. <laughs> And lastly is something that I saw on YouTube. Guys, listen to me. Listen. Y'all know how I feel about cars. Uh Uh-huh. So it's called Top 5, Top 15 Craziest craziest Concept Cars 2020. Mm -hmm. Let me breathe. (laughs) Let me tell you, they have, I told Jared this, they have an Audi supercar yeah. with three, you hear me, three motors, three, Lord. that goes from zero to 62 in less than two seconds. It's an electric supercar. It goes from zero to 62 in less than two seconds. I'd be Ricky Bobby all in that jump. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You'd be mangled up somewhere. <laughs> I want to go I don't fast. Know anybody. <laughs> I don't even know how you drive it. How do you drive yeah. it? Yeah. I don't know how you drive it. I don't even know. Oh. So, yeah. But this is one that they said is, I believe they said it's one that will be out, though. Oh, wow. Yeah. They can't, they. They ain't gonna be able They're to gonna have to make some adjustments. They're gonna have yeah, to. They're gonna yeah. have to. You, you can't expect people. I'm just I'm just saying. Yeah. So yeah, it was really interesting. Some of the, there was a flying car. Mm. Um yeah, it's really cool. It was really cool to watch. Um yeah. and a lot of the cars, believe it or not, like um they've been concept since like 2016. So they're getting ready to come out in like 2021. Oh wow. That's yeah. quick. You know, usually mm-hmm. 2021 cars like come out September of the the year before. Year yeah. before. So like the 2021 but cars come out in September Yeah. But yeah. the cars that they've been working, I mean, these concept cars, some of them are like, yeah, they've been around for like five, six years now. So okay. they've probably worked out, you know what I mean? Yeah. Enough of the kinks to be able to put for them out on the street. Yeah. Yeah. So, and most of them were electric cars, which is I think the way that the world is going to go, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, so yeah, I'm yeah. just, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Look, it made me excited. Like, right. mm, let me, can let I me, can I figure out how? Get, <laughs> let me see. Let me see what organ I can sell in order to be able to afford <laughs> one of these vehicles. Because oh, yeah, man. you know they're gonna be crazy expensive. Yeah, they are. It's just, it's cool to watch. I'm sorry. I was mm-hmm. just, yeah. I told you, you got to go see it, Jerry. Yeah. You got to go watch. Listen, some of those cars this, were so nice looking. This Listen. is a, a a YouTube show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 16 minutes. It ain't even long. Yeah, it ain't bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, your turn. All right. Now, listen. For <laughs> the viewers um, and listeners, I really need you to not judge me on this, right? Because this is just I my guilty him. pleasure. <laughs> this is my guilty pleasure. Mm, um, it is guilty. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> thoroughly enjoy this show. And before I reveal it, let me just say 
that one of um, I'm a songwriter. Who y'all hear all musician. of this disclaimer? Yeah, I got it. Yes. coming I, with I, this, I like. <laughs> so one of my one of my favorite songwriters is on this show. Now that's <clears throat> the, the reason why I tuned in initially. Got nothing to do with her. <laughs> but it's not the reason why I stayed. Real Housewives of Atlanta is just so entertaining to me. I need you to not judge me for watching this show. <laughs> but um, I, I, I don't think that show really needs any explanation. Um, it's, just, it's just a show I like. Don't judge me. I feel like my next show, though, is about to offset how you feel about me watching this show. So anybody who knows me knows that I love history. Um, Everything, U.S. world history, um, the infographics—not the infographic show—I said that a couple of weeks ago. Oversimplified history. They do a great job of breaking down historical events. Mostly, it's um, wars like the American Revolution, the Civil War, World Wars One and Two. They even break down the Cold War, and I think some people act mm. think that that was actually a war mm -mm. Um, but it does a great job of spanning the entire time of the cold war and our um conflict with yeah Russia. it wasn't a war yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and just kind of some of the things that we uh <laughs> some of the things that we we went back and forth with uh with russia it it, it yeah. does it in a, a hilarious way um mm. it's very very funny but I believe that you walk away from it really learning the history. Right, you're informed. Yeah. yeah. So um, oversimplified. Okay. If you want to know about, like, um, one of my big ones, thankfully, it just came out because I was really looking for it. And I was wondering, I was like, all right, hold on, hold on now. Yeah, I got the American Revolution. I got World War uh -oh. One and Two. Civil. Uh, where's the Civil War? <laughs> So a few a few months ago they put the Civil War on there and that okay. that's one of my favorite. It talks about okay. every single battle. Um, it talks about the top um, commanders from the Union and mm -hmm. the Confederate side, and it just talks about you know their impact. So you Here's like history? A history nerd, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> I Here's love it. I get excited history. about it. A, I mean, you're really excited. I'm like, yes, he, he does know he's talking about. <laughs> Uh, okay, I love, no, I love it. It's awesome. It's like my car thing. I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, and my last show is actually a podcast. And I believe I've spoken about it on here, but this is the first time I made it into my show, Movie Picks. Mm -hmm. um, the Joe Button Podcast. Of course. Hilarious. <laughs> if, of course. Um, and it's one of those podcasts where you, it, it, they routinely go over three hours. And I will listen to the entire thing because um, while it is entertaining, if you are an artist and you don't know a lot about the business of music, you'll walk away from that po podcast really understanding how to evaluate your worth as an artist, um, some of the moves you need to make before um, trying to put your art out there. And I, I think that's... Uh, um, and if you are someone who listens to music and, uh, and you're a fan of music, it helps you to understand um, 
why things happen. It gives you kind of a glimpse behind the veil. So um, it's a great podcast. Gary, you yeah. need to know. You need to know the the, the backside of everything, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I need to understand. Yeah. I need to understand. You need it. You dig all it. That's that. That's yeah. that science in you right no. now. <laughs> I need yeah. to investigate. <laughs> yeah, because I notice a lot of stuff. You be like, yeah, yeah, dig into it, and then uh-huh. you know, okay. <laughs> I love it. I used Knowledge to take, is key. I used to take stuff apart when I was a kid to understand oh. how it works. So. Oh no. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's Once it got put together, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> My mom can tell you plenty of stories about how I tried to fix I'm it. sure. <laughs> I'm so oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. Um, but as always, you guys, we're at the end of one. It's episode 64. Um, we truly appreciate you guys listening. And I know I say that every week, week but we really do. We look that at it. That really is. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And so we're going to keep um consistent with um giving you guys shows and we hope that you guys consistently reach back to us and tell us what you think about the show how you like it you can hit us up on ig um at the field we're gonna do podcast. better about our part <clears throat> about our ig page too yeah yeah i haven't posted anything much of anything well, I, I mean I you post, post the videos yeah, yeah yeah you post the videos but like, but like you know, yeah, we used to put, stuff. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah we, we got to do better. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter uh, at Field to the Real P1. Um, thanks, Twitter. Um, <laughs> I hate that, can, but it's all good. Right. You can check us out um, on our YouTube pages, uh, the Field to the Real and the Fields of the Real podcast, um, both of those pages on YouTube. We're trying to move everyone to that Fields of the Real podcast page. Um, and the two is a number two, y'all. Yeah, the number two, excuse me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so go subscribe, look at the videos, like, share, all that good share, jazz. Subscribe, yeah, share, subscribe, <laughs> share. Subscribe. All that good jazz. Like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking, yes. I'm trying to think of all the things they can do. Yes. Right. Like, share, subscribe. Right. How about you can respond? You can comment. Comment. Yeah. All that. We need Vote. all that. Vote because yeah. you know all that. We need yeah. all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would certainly appreciate that. Yes. And um, you know, if you want to send us an email just to, to let us know how you like the show, you know, things that we can improve on, things that we can change, ideas. Can yeah. Um, stories you see that we don't know like right. you know what I mean like yeah please right. do hit us up at uh, Field to the Real Podcast that's the number two Field to the Real Podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. but peace peace now put the cameras on me 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 put the cameras on me